Good morning, good morning. Welcome to Marketing for Personal Trainers. My name is Jelaine Barry, and today I'll be talking to you about picking a niche. Uh, last week, we, I, I spoke about the five things to consider when launching your social media profile, and I know that niche was one on that list of things to consider. However, this can be uh, quite a complex process. And a lot of personal trainers struggle with this. Um, even non-personal trainers struggle struggle with uh, picking a niche. You need to have a niche because if you're if you're speaking to everyone, you're speaking to no one. No one would be able to relate to what you're saying and what you're offering. So you absolutely need a niche. When I launched my offering, so marketing for personal trainers on social media, my niche wasn't 100% defined, to be honest. So I launched only knowing that, yes, um, it's marketing. I have experience in marketing. I enjoy marketing and it's for personal trainers. I love fitness. I've been exercising since I was a teenager when I started modeling and have been interested in nutrition ever since. So those two points kind of guided me, but other than that, it was it wasn't that that specific, right? So you can this is just like the tip of the iceberg of how in depth uh, niching or picking your your ideal customer can get um, yeah so I decided to go with marketing for personal trainers and I launched on Facebook and Instagram so I went wide not that wide just I made sure I use platform that I am exper- that I'm using from day to day yeah and then I narrowed it down to one specific so it's kind of different from what you often hear some people will say like yeah focus on one uh, social media platform and that's absolutely true but do you want to go to that one platform right away or do you want to experiment with say two um max three because it's it's a lot of work guys to manage all these different platforms and you want to make sure that you're delivering a clear on and consistent message on each one of them so that's definitely a challenge (laughs) i i don't necessarily recommend going to three but at least two platforms that you can experiment with for a couple of months and then narrow it down to the one that you believe is giving you the best uh the best return on your time and your investment um in terms of your goals right uh so yes do launch your social media uh, platform on your social media platform whether that be facebook instagram tiktok twitter youtube you name it choose two and it's okay if if your niche isn't that defined at that moment because you're gonna discover it as you go along you're gonna discover your ideal customer you're gonna figure it out while you post and while you engage with your audience that's how i figured it out um so as i said i went in and i said okay it's gonna be personal trainers but then i then i quickly saw that it's still too broad 
I need, I need to go a little bit deeper in that. So <clears throat> I, I needed to figure out the type of people I want to work with. And that's what you need to do as well. Um, you want to figure out the type of people you want to work with and whether the offering is fitted towards them. You know, um, I, I also think it's quite valuable to go with a niche that you have experience with uh, or that you can relate to. So if I decided that I wanted to become a personal trainer, I would definitely go for uh, to become a personal trainer that caters to people who, let's say, because I am I'm a quite picky eater. I don't eat meat. Um, I don't like me meat. Sorry, and I'm a pescatarian. And, you know, also lactose intolerances. So I think I'll definitely, I would definitely go for that niche. I will go for the niche of people that have certain eating preferences and, um, you know, because that's more challenging in terms of them getting the right nutrition in their daily day-to-day -day activities and also the problems that they would have or their goals that they would have in terms of fitness and health is different than someone who eats everything. For example, these people are probably, well, at least me, are generally, are generally more slender, slim, but they want to be more toned in their arms and, you know, have some abs. And I think when you go to go with a niche that you have experience with or that you can relate to you save so much time guys you're saving time you don't need to go through the whole learning curve because you've already lived it or experienced it so you can save time and cut your learning curve in half you can also increase in value so whatever you're offering and the price that you're charging can be a lot higher because you have either personal experience or knowledge with this niche you know you 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 can relate to this niche you have the understanding so you can go a lot more in depth and more specific with your offering a very important point there um and you know you also want to you want to get comfortable in the learning process because you are going to feel like it's very likely that you're going to feel like you're missing out when you niche down you're going to feel like oh but what if that person wants to try out my program and what if this person what if all these what ifs um let's say so in let, let me give you an example of that or how it can play out when you just go with a niche so i started out um i'm doing marketing for personal trainers I didn't necessarily choose a gender or anything. So it was just personal trainers and it was open to both male and female. And then I realized, oh, but you know, I want to, I realized that my, my marketing communication wasn't specific enough. I wasn't 
speaking directly to anyone I felt and also my branding was affected by that I felt that my branding wasn't saying anything it was it was just there you know it was just like blah and then I decided okay no I need to get more specific in terms of my offering and this was this was the first step in me narrowing down on my niche so going from personal trainers in general and then saying okay i wanna i'm gonna target i'm gonna work with female personal trainers because i'm female <laughs> i understand what women uh, think and go through for the most part it's easier for me to relate to them i can adjust my branding towards that and i and I also thought it's more easier to work with females, probably. Um, that's just my assumption, not necessarily having that much proof in that. But um, as I launched on social media, so when 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 I launched on Instagram and Facebook, I, I had a, a few clients and they were females. So again, this was all both happening and at the same time. And I realized, okay, so my first couple of customers were female and I need to get more specific on my audience. So that was the next step that I took. And if you go on my Instagram, you can see that. You can see that my, my images that I use, the post and the language is different and the colors are different. And then I change that up and you can see the switch where I use only specific colors, which is more appealing to female and the language that I was using. So that was the second step that I took. And, you know, this com this process is uncomfortable. Uh, you're going to feel like I had to feel like, oh, Jelaine, but maybe you're missing out by not uh, targeting or uh, communica communicating to male personal trainers i definitely thought about that and was like a little bit concerned about it but then i realized that um female personal trainers were still following me quite oddly <laughs> i say oddly because um my instagram is like pink you know there is bright pink colors and purple colors on there so it's quite feminine but yet i found that there were female there, sorry there were male personal trainers following me and i didn't quite get it and yeah it's it's just because the message is what they need yes my specific communication style is geared toward females but the overall message and the value offering appeals to men as well no matter how it's packaged right so that's think of think of it as a present you have the packaging and you have the context and how you deliver that message is the packaging and then the context is the value which it doesn't matter who it is who the package is delivered to the what really matters is also the value the value of the contents inside the package so that's one example that you can uh, use for uh, dealing with that 
feeling that you might be missing out by niching down, but it's very necessary that you do so that you can connect with a specific audience. And, you know, for connecting with your specific audience, I do highly recommend using an empathy map and segmentation. So what is an empathy map, right? If you know about the persona, probably if you've heard about it, where you write down the customer's name and age and preferences, this is for one specific uh, person, let's say, or a persona, right? And then you have the empathy map. The difference is with the empathy map, you can use it, use it for like a whole segment. A whole segment meaning um, uh, specific traits or attributes. That's the right word. They have specific attributes that you're looking for. So it's a group of people and you use it to better understand your niche and to develop your offering and marketing communication that fits their needs so with this empathy map you're going to answer questions like what do they see what do they do what do they feel what do they think and um and you're filling that in and you're basing this on your segment so with segmentation you're looking into topics like demographics or geographic, you're looking into psychographic, or you're looking into behavioral um, segmentation, right? Uh, I went for, so this is my third step. Well, actually, let's say, yeah, let's say the second step, right? Because the, the last one I just mentioned was the first step. Um, so the first step was going into female, but you could also say like the first step was um, was the personal deciding to go with personal trainers. But yeah, um, so the next step I decided was to go for a more detailed segmentation, psychographic segmentation. And this is where I'm really getting into the fine tuning of who I want to work with, what type of personal trainers I want to work with what what are their personalities they're driven they're ambitious you know like what what's their lifestyle um, that fits to the people that I want to work with what what's their ambition what what are their goals what are their objectives with their business and that's very important so and I can definitely say that this is a, a great way for you to narrow down yes i'm doing personal trainers yes um targeting mostly females but female personal trainers that have a specific psychographic uh elements they're driven they're ambitious they're go-getters they they think big they want to they, they don't want to uh, just be a small personal trainer um, only offline. No, they want to take it big online and they want to specialize in one specific area. And uh, this is very valuable with when you niche down, you can serve a specific segment so much better than if you go broad 
because when you go broad, it's like you're doing everything for everyone. And there's only so much time in a day. And then you're just going to serve them like, you know, half, half, not a hundred percent. You're not going all in. You'll have to divide your time among these different niches and you, you have to spread yourself basically thin. So you're not doing anything great by servicing everyone, but you're doing something awesome, wonderful by being very specific. So that's kind of what I wanted to know. That's exactly what I wanted to speak with you about today when it comes to uh, choosing a niche and just letting you know that you're just go it's, it's going to be an uncomfortable process. Um, I do want to uh, stress that and that it's okay that it feels weird that you're missing out or is this the right choice and 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 I'm saying this again you don't need to have all the answers in the beginning you need to figure things out as you go as well that's part of the process that's part of the validation process and the testing phase you have an assumption you go and you test it out and you engage with your audience and you see what the response is and you adapt accordingly. And this process never ends. That's the whole learning process. It's not only idea and then it works perfectly. No, you need to try it out. Yeah, so thank you for tuning in and we will continue on the next topic next week. So I hope to see you there and have a great day. Bye. If the empathy map sounds like a tool that you need to have in your life for developing marketing communications and your offering, then check out the link in my profile.